You are now listening to the Nick State of Mind podcast, presented by Elite Sports Radio. And now, your hosts, Chip Murphy and Matt Castillo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Nick State of Mind podcast. I want to apologize for last week not being able to have a show. Uh, very busy for me at work, uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, a lot of basketball coverage, and then not to mention that when it snows here, Chip, in South Carolina, it, it, it turns to ice. It's not really snow. It's not like powdery, soft stuff. It's like ice. So if it snows, it literally shuts down the, the state for like a week. Um, it, it, it's, it's insane. And the computer I use to record this um, podcast, uh, I use from... Um, someone and I could not get my computer, the computer because of the ice. So I apologize for that, but we're back this week and you know what? I've been, I've been very vocal on it on Twitter. I'm just ready to just vent. I'm sure a lot of Nick fans are, are also just in the need of venting. Um, and I, shoot, if you if you want to reach out to our Twitter page at NYKSOM Podcast and tell us what you think. But Chip, this is this is going to be mine and your opportunity to kind of let out some frustration. And I'm going to start with you. And uh, it's been really since Christmas, and, and we've kind of talked about: Are we going downhill? Are we going to be able to turn the ship around? It, it has been so frustrating as of late. Some of the teams that we're losing to, the way we're losing. Uh, the way we look down the stretch of games, starting with you, just share what's on your mind with the Knicks recently. Yeah, like you said, uh, when I was researching this, going through all my stuff, we use Christmas as the barometer. All Knicks fans used it because we looked good into Christmas last year. And we looked okay going into Christmas this year, too. Going into our Christmas Day game this year, they were 17 and 15, and they looked like a league average team. I mean, their net rating was 0.1. I mean, you can't get more average than that. And uh, they were 15th in defensive rating, which for the Knicks, 15th in defensive rating is such an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, they were 13th in offensive rating. So, look, they looked as good as they've looked in years going to that Christmas Day game. And just since then, they have been a disaster, to say the least. I mean, they've gone 4-11. and They're 22nd in offensive rating. And the defense has just been an absolute disaster. They're 23rd in defensive rating, but they're allowing 108.9 points per 100 possessions. And their net rating is now minus 4.6. I mean, so not only are they struggling to score, they're struggling to stop people. Um, But keep in mind, they have missed Hardaway for some of those games, but they were managing okay. 
without him before Christmas, too. I, look, it's just the defense, also, that doesn't factor in because he's not a very strong defensive player. He, The Knicks have won five of their last 18 games. They've just been bad recently. And even with Hardaway returning, they just lost the Lakers. On I, I And, look, the excuse, how long can we make the excuse that the Knicks are a, are a rebuilding team? They're the worst road team in the NBA. They're 6-17 and 17 on the road. They just lost to the Lakers on the road. I mean, God, 6-17. and 17. They're 15-19 and 19 at the Garden. They're a playoff team at the Garden. They can compete with anybody. You know, they beat the Celtics at the Garden, right? I mean, yep. they were competing with Cleveland. So if they can just figure that road out, which it doesn't look like they'll be able to do this year because they're just getting pulverized on defense on the road, even worse. But if you look at the numbers and if you watch the games too, it's not even just the half court on defense. It's really, it's in transition. They just get torched up and down the court. They're giving up uh, on fast breaks. They're just not getting back. Porzingis is complaining during calls and he's letting his man get out. And Cantor is really not a good defensive player, but yeah, yeah, it's Porzingis. Obviously he's a great defensive player, but he's given up a lot of easy baskets this year. And, Look, they're just not a good defensive team, and some of that is some of that is the personnel, and a lot of people, because of this struggling defense, are calling for Bornacek's job, which we'll talk about later. So, yeah, I, I think mostly my you talked about frustrations. My frustration has been with the defense, mostly because we saw an improvement in those first thirty something games, and. Look, being the pessimistic Knicks fan that I was, I didn't think it would last, but I didn't think it would get this bad because we did have Porzingis anchoring that line as a rim protector. But like I said, he's he hasn't been as strong since Christmas as a defender. So, Chip, this team sucks. <laughs> they suck. They they make me so mad. Like, and am I shocked by that? No. We've been talking about it all off season that this team's not going to be any good. Shoot, I should be happy right now that they're they're going to probably go over more than likely. There's so much basketball left to be played. They're probably going to go over my predict my prediction of how many games they're going to win. I think it was like 25 or 26. So I think they have 21 wins right now. So they they should go over that. So it. When you when you hear that, you should be oh well, you should be thrilled. It, it's frustrating that year after year after year we see them come out and, and off to a hot start, and it is a different team. That's what we talked about. There's different guys. There's different um, you know people in the front office. There's a different leader, and you just had hope that this team would be able to maintain the level of play that they were doing early on in October, November, and early December. It's another year where we're seeing just a, a false glimmer of hope. It, it, this team, it, it, we're, we're starting to see the real Knicks again. You know, and, and look, every team hits a wall, and it happens. Everybody goes through ups and downs. I mean, look at the Cavaliers right now, back going, downward trending. 
Um, it, it happens. But there's there's a point when you say, okay, it's just we're in a little bit of a slump. Because that's where I was about two weeks ago. I said, we're just in a little bit of a slump. We'll get Tim Hardaway Jr. back. We'll, we, we, we still have time to steer the ship. We talked about this road trip and how many road games they have coming up and being a make and break point of the season. They're out West right now. They were able to defeat Utah and then they come out and they play the Lakers. Not to mention that Enos Cantor continues to mock LeBron any chance he can get. Uh, when LeBron gave up 148 or the Cavaliers gave up 148 to OKC on Saturday. And, and Cantor mocks him, and I, again, I love Cantor. I do. But when you come out the next night and you give up 127 points to the Lakers without Lonzo Ball playing, you made Julius Randle look like the next Michael Jordan. That's what the Knicks did. That kind of effort to me is just beyond frustrating to watch. I'm watching a team lose these heartbreaking games time and time again. It comes down to the final minutes. Most of the time, the Knicks have a lead. Seems like we're up eight points or so. Matt, yeah. Matt they made Julius Randle look so good that some Knicks fans were convincing themselves Julius Randle should be the future at power forward playing next to Chris Thompson. Oh, really? I did not see that. It's funny you mentioned yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that's. That's how good we did make him look. And I'm watching, and all it was is that he simply was just playing harder than anybody on the floor. And that is not okay. That is not okay. To watch one man outplay your entire team is ridiculous. They just didn't come out and play. Simple as that. We've seen something like that against uh, Memphis a couple of games ago. And I'm about to get to the point that I was at, but Memphis, for example. The Knicks looked like pure crap for three quarters. They decide to come out and play in the fourth quarter. They almost get there. Yes, the referees don't have them out at the end, but we have no business winning that game when we come out and we play three quarters of miserable basketball. And what we're seeing right now is a team that is in these games. Most of the time they have a lead late. The Knicks are the only freaking team in the league that are up 10 with 2.23 left, like the Jazz game the other night, and in a blink of an eye, it's a one-possession game. We're the only team that can do that. I watch them, if they're up 8 points or so, you would think we're down 20 the way they play offense in the final 5 minutes of the game. It, it turns back to that kind of basketball that we saw with Kamala Anthony where the ball doesn't move, one guy holds on to it for 25 Seconds, which again, I'm exaggerating, you only have 24 seconds, but that's what it seems like. Somebody just holds on to it forever and throws up one of those prayers. No ball movement, nobody moves without the basket, not to mention everybody forgets how to play defense, which their defense is not great in the first place, but teams come right back and steal it from us. And to me, I'm questioning their effort. At the beginning of this year, they looked like a totally different team that wasn't soft, that played hard, and that's all I can ask of them. You know what? If we lost a game because a team was just better than us, but this team played hard, I can live with it. I can live with it. Trust me. You know, I I think back from this football season as a Jet fan, they lost a lot of freaking games. But you know what? I was happy that they played hard. 
and they were in every single one of these. This Nick team comes out sometimes so flat as of late. It's ridiculous and it's embarrassing. It's embar- It's to the point, once again, kind of like last year, where I, I don't even want to watch these games. That's how frustrated I am getting with them. I, I expect to lose. I expect not to be one of the best teams. But what I don't expect is to see this team turn back to the way they have been the last few years and playing soft. That word soft is something I said over and over and over again last season. And it's starting to come true this season. We, we, we're literally just being punched in the mouth and we're sitting back and taking it. There's no fight right now with this team. Whether What does that mean? What does that mean? It could be... Just these players, you know, maybe like Persinga says he's tired, but we had Tim Hardaway Jr. out for a while. Is it the coaching staff? Is it Jeff Hornacek? Whatever it is, something's got to change. Something's got to change. Otherwise, we'll be in the same situation we were last year where we come out hot, you know, we win, we go on a win streak or so, and then all of a sudden it's just losing, 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 losing. Because if you remember, last year we won back-to-back games mid-December, the Knicks didn't do that again until April. And that's the way it starts to feel right now. I don't know the last time we won back-to-back games. I have no clue. It feels like it's forever ago. It's back to that feeling that I don't think we're ever going to win again. We talked about moving in the right direction. Right now, this team looks like they're taking 10 steps back. And that's what's disappointing. It's, it hasn't been fun watching them. At all, I'm tired of watching Brzingis whining to the officials instead of just playing. You're seven foot three. Just go to work. Stop throwing up shots and looking for the officials to bail you out. Put your head down and go to the basket. Simple as that. I understand he's he not the really biggest. Is, he's not the strongest. He really is becoming a whiner. He, he really is yeah. becoming a whiner. He wants he wants the LeBron James superstar treatment, where yeah, if you does. look at him, you get a foul. Brzingis, you're not there yet. You're not. Mm-hmm. And you won't be if you continue to turn into this whining baby. And I'm just going to be real. I love Przingis, and I don't get on him often. But the last few months, I've seen the, him turn into a big baby on the court. Does not, You know what? You're, you're bigger than everybody else. Maybe not size-wise, but length-wise, you're bigger. Use that. Get physical. I don't. At this point, I don't care what he does to get himself going. Get a technical or two. I don't care. But right now, you're playing soft. And you're the leader. You need to play better. You need to send the message. And I know he's doing a lot. I get it. He has to do so much. And he probably is tired. But the great ones find a way to get it done. And Przingis, I think, can be great. He has to learn that. He has to learn how to do that. But right now, he is he, he's, he's struggling because he's just throwing up shots. He doesn't force his way to the basket. He's not taking he's not taking his time. He's rushing things. It's it's beyond frustrating to watch, and I think it starts with him. He needs to step up and play better. But with that being said, we are gonna take a break. We'll come back and we're gonna talk about Jeff Hornacek. A lot of people want him fired. Some names popping up of who can replace him, so we'll get into that in just a moment. Hello, everybody. Matt Castillo, the co-host of the Knicks State of Mind podcast and contributor to Elite Sports New York. You can follow me at Twitter at MattyDiesel15 to get my latest articles, videos, and podcasts. Make sure to follow Elite Sports New York's Twitter as well at Elite Sports NY and the rest of Elite Sports New York's social media pages to stay up to date to all the New York sport news. Welcome back to the Knicks State of Mind podcast. Knicks struggling. 
fans getting frustrated, what's the first thing they do? Oh, we need a new head coach. I don't know how many times we tried that. Never seems to work. But we need a new head coach. We need a new head coach. You know, and look, I don't sit here and claim that Hornacek is perfect. I'm not even saying that Hornacek could be right for the job. I'm just saying, how many coaches are we going to go through? When is it that we're just going to put these players responsible? Because right now, I think we can have Greg Popovich as our head coach, and we would still lose. That's just honestly how I feel. I don't know what you want Hornacek to do when these players don't play defense. And I understand some might not have the athletic ability or whatever, but it, again, it comes down to effort. It's a mindset. You don't want to play it like these guys don't. What, do you, what coach is going to be able to change that? That's just my point. But I'll have a little bit more. But, Chip, I'm going to start or, or toss it to you. Um, number one, do you think these struggles are because of Hornacek, his rotation, his in-game decisions, his, his adjustments that he is or is not making? Um, and number two, what do you think about some of these other names that have came up uh, especially the biggest name like Mark Jackson, uh, do you think the Knicks should look to make a coach? Well, first of all, I think it's unfair, and I'm not the biggest Jeff Hornacek fan, but I think it's unfair to lump all this on him. I mean, it's not like he signed these guys. Like, uh, you gotta, you gotta know that the Knicks were going to struggle on defense when they put. Jared Jack and Ennis Cantor in the starting lineup. But uh, at the same time, he's also out there playing lineups with Michael Beasley and Ennis Cantor in there at the same time. And he's also doing things like taking out Frank Nielakina and putting in Ron Baker instead because he thinks he has this thought in his head that Ron Baker is like this lockdown defender or something. I just don't get that. But, yeah, I think the one thing that is going to hurt him is if he keeps riding out this Jarrett Jack and Ron Baker thing, particularly the Baker thing, because I think Knicks fans are starting to wear thin on Ron Baker. Yeah. I mean, I tweeted out his stat line from the Lakers game. He played 10 minutes, and he had no points. And I, I think the only stat he recorded, I think he had one he had no points, no rebounds, and it might have been a steal, actually. It was either a steal or an assist. But, yeah, he didn't even take a shot. <laughs> it was just, He might as well have not even existed. And he's not making them when he, he takes them. Yeah. No, he, he shouldn't shoot. I'm just saying, like, that's 10 minutes that could have gone somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, that's – it's just he's he shouldn't be in the rotation. But because Hornacek – has a soft spot for him, he's playing 10 minutes a night. And sometimes he plays more than 10 minutes a night, which he shouldn't be doing. And I think that is something that bothers fans. Because, like I said, it takes minutes away from Frank, who played, like, he played more than Baker. He played 18 minutes that night. But still, like, uh, Billy Ernie Gomez played eight, uh, not Billy Ernie Gomez, uh, Trey Burke played seven minutes that night. Fans would have liked to have seen Trey Burke for more minutes than they would have liked to have seen Ron Baker. So I think fans are upset with uh, Hornacek's rotations, and I kind of understand that. 
But uh, I don't think Hornacek should be fired because uh, I'm not a fan of firing coaches during the season when you are not going to make the playoffs anyway. Uh, and I especially don't want to see Kurt Rambis as the interim head coach, <laughs> which is where it's going. And as far as replacements, uh, the whole Jason Kidd thing, which would be rumored now that he was fired today by the Bucks. me and you spoke about that before we came on. Uh, I don't want any part of Jason Kidd as the head coach at the Knicks. I think there's that reeks of old school Knicks with drama. There's just so much Jason Kidd, former net. I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want him. I don't want him. Um, as far as Mark Jackson, um, if they wanted to make a change, yeah, I would consider Mark Jackson for sure. He'd be at the top of the list. I'm not sure if he'd be interested, though. I think it's a lot of pressure for him, and I think he's probably going to be careful about his next job. If I was him, I'd probably want the Milwaukee job. So, Yeah, that's certainly a better uh, you know, roster to work with when you have the Greek Yeah, exactly. And all that, you that's know. what I mean, yeah. And, and look, again – is there any coach out there that's going to come in right now and change the Knicks? No. We don't have the talent. We can change coaches like we change our underwear. It will never change. It will ne- now, it's different if the, team, <laughs> if the team loses faith in the head coach, then, yeah, you have to make a move. And I'm not, I don't know if that's the case right now. And I know some can argue, oh, they are. Look at the way they're playing. You said it yourself. They're not coming out ready to play. That's a sign. It could be. It very much could be. But I think it's a little too early to go ahead and just start calling for Hornacek's head. Three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever it was, you know, Hornacek was the man. He was winning. And I understand this is New York, and when you don't win, you're going to be fired. That's the way it is. We don't, we're impatient, and especially Nick fans, we are very impatient because we've been waiting forever. And we're tired. We're tired of the trash that we see night in and night out. It, it is sickening to see what's going on. But at the same time, I don't believe that there's any coach out there that's going to come in and make the next better. I like Mark Jackson. And if Hornacek is fired at the end of the year, we could try Mark Jackson. But keep in yep. mind, Mark Jackson had Golden State. Curry, Thompson, Draymond Green. He didn't win any championships. I think he's definitely flawed, Mark Jackson. I don't think he's perfect. That's exactly. Sure. That's that's what I want people to understand. He had a talented roster. He didn't take them to championships. Oh, they they weren't they weren't developed yet. Like they were. Stop it! Stop it! You're gonna tell me Steve Kerr just walks through the door and they instantly become developed that year? No. No. There's. Mark Jackson's not going to come in and make the Knicks a winning franchise. I like his philosophies where he doesn't he you know he has that pit bull kind of toughness in him. He won't I'll tell you what, he would not take kindly to the Knicks giving up 127 points to the Lakers. I'm sure he he would be all over. Him. But again, I don't I don't think he'll come in and fix the Knicks. We don't have talent. Jason Kidd, we just mentioned him because I know, I know, I know Nick fans are going to throw his name out there. Why? Because when he was playing for the Knicks, we were winning, and that's somehow going to make us win when he comes back. 
God. I can hear it right now. I can tell you. I'm, I promise you somebody out there is going to say it, that the Knicks need to make a run for Jason Kidd. Yep. He will fix You're right. the issues. Those will be calls. Those will be calls during, on the radio tomorrow morning. Yep. You'll, I'm telling you, it's just gonna, it's gonna. That's the first thing that I said when I heard that that Jason Kidd was fired. That here we go, another name that's gonna be thrown out there that the Knicks must get. Not gonna work. Jason Kidd's been fired from two jobs already. Had a very talented roster with Golden State. I, I mean, excuse me, with Milwaukee, did not win. Well, he wore out his welcome in Milwaukee too because uh, I forget if it was. It might have been David Aldridge, probably one of these insider guys, Marks, Woj, Aldridge, whatever. They tweeted that when Kidd came into Milwaukee, he had like a ton of pull with ownership and he was friends with those guys. And in like the last year, he really fell out of favor with them. Uh-huh. So it's like a, so it's like a thing with Mark Jackson in Golden State. Like he just really like, I guess he had trouble maintaining his relationship with the guys up top and, that doesn't bode well for a guy coaching under James Dolan yeah. and kind of the same thing down the same thing for Mark Jackson. Like I'm not sure Mark Jackson would want to take a job for James Dolan, especially because Mark Jackson is a Jeff Van Gundy guy. And look, <laughs> there is no love lost between Jeff Van Gundy and James Dolan. So I'm not sure if James Dolan would be willing to hire a Jeff Van Gundy guy. That's other. And, Again, though, it's to me, Jason Kidd has talent in Milwaukee. Didn't do anything. The Knicks don't have talent. We don't. That's why we're losing. You know, Przingis is still up and down. It's not all together yet. It's not. Cantor has stretches where he's brilliant, but he's going to have stretches just like anybody where he's not doing anything. We don't have the talent. We don't have a Greek freak. Przingis is not there yet. Yeah, Przingis can get there. Oh, he can get there. He's not there yet. So is a coaching change really going to fix the issue? Or, or, or are fans just really upset and they just they are looking for somebody to blame? Yep. That's what it one. is to me. They're looking for somebody to blame. Well, because they don't want to blame Porzingis, too, because they love him. And I love Przingis as well. But you know what? The truth hurts sometimes. Right now he's playing like garbage. Because yep. he's playing soft. That's the reality. I, I I just cannot sit back, try to be nice about it. The truth needs to be said. Horn, again, don't sit here and think, oh, you're you're a Hornacek lover. Um, I, I've been called that. I, I'm not the biggest anti-Hornacek out there, but I'm also not his biggest supporter. The point I'm making mm-hmm. is I don't care who the head coach is. We don't have the talent right now. It's not all there. You can keep bringing in coaches. How many coaches have we been? You know what? Let me go back. Let me just. You know what the Knicks should have never done? We should have never fired Mike Woodson. How about that? How about that? Uh, uh, you you may be you may be uh, leaning a little too far for me. I, I wasn't a big Mike Woodson fan. I thought Mike Woodson did a hell of a job. Really? I think yes, I did. He, he, and he's just gonna rolling rolling the ball out to Carmelo Anthony and saying that. Doing whatever you want. Hey, Melo put up numbers with him. Really good numbers. The reality is Woodson has improved every year as a head coach. Yeah, yeah, we made the playoffs, and then the next year, not so much. But Woodson, look at his track record. 
That man had, did an excellent job as a head coach and should be head coaching, in my opinion, right now, not sitting on Doc Rivers' bench. I think we had a coach. I think the Knicks didn't. But regardless, even if we moved on from that, look at the decisions that we have made. Derek Fisher? I mean, really? Hornacek? Is he perfect? No, obviously not. And like you said, he forces things with with Ron Baker right now because he loves Ron Baker. And Ron Baker is, yeah, you're right, is starting to get on fans' bad side because, look, last year we appreciated his hustle. We appreciated the energy that he brings. But at some point you need to show us that you can – he's getting $4 million with a no-trade clause. Outrageous contract for somebody who's yet not proven. And I feel like it's just forced out there to – to get it done. That's an issue. Hornacek is not perfect. But the bottom line is we can have Greg uh, Greg Popovich as a head coach. We won't win. It's just, it won't happen right now. So I don't put all the blame on Hornacek. I'm putting a lot of these blames on these players and questioning their mindset. Why are they playing this off? One's enough is enough, and they're just going to lay it out on the line like they were at the beginning of this year. I don't see that right now. I don't see that toughness. It might take that Cantor needs to get into another fight with LeBron. I don't know. I have no clue. Somebody needs to do something. Somebody needs a technical. Courtney Lee should have just lost his mind at the end of the game against that Memphis game, which he did a little bit. He got pulled away from his his teammates. We were going to lose anyway. So once he got that technical, he should have thrown a chair. Done something. I want to see some more fight from these guys, but we'll wrap up the segment. We'll come back. We'll finish it with Dre Burke. Hi, everybody. Matt Costello here, writer at EliteSports.com and co-host of the Next State of Mind podcast. Just wanted to take this time to thank the fans and remind listeners to follow our social media pages. You can find us on Twitter at NYKSOM Podcast or on our Facebook page at the Next State of Mind podcast. Come be a part of the discussion. We want to hear from you and talk about the Knicks. Welcome back, Knicks State of Mind podcast listeners. Um, Trey Burke has got called up to the big leagues, and a couple of games has shown some some production. Uh, some fans might be taking that a little bit too far. I've seen one guy talk about how uh, that Trey Burke really, we have something special. The Knicks are 2-0 and or something like that when he's in a game, when he's played. The Knicks have won two games, and it's just uh, pump your brakes there. Pump your brakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's played well, uh, and I'll start with you, Chip. Do you think... What have you thought of, of so far what Trey Burke has been able to bring, and do you think that he should get more run? Well, I, I liked what I've seen, the small sample size that I've seen, but it, bottom line, he's played 30 minutes, he's taken 11 shots, and he's got 16 points and 8 assists. So he's played 30 minutes, and he's taken 11 shots. Now he's made six of them. So he's he's made the little the few shots that he's taken, but look uh, until he's on the court more, uh, there's really not much to say. I like this, like I said, I like this small amount that I've seen of him, but um, I'd like to see more. Uh, I wasn't a a big, I wasn't too 
uh, confident about bringing him in just based on what I've seen of him in the past. Uh, he's not a good defender, and that's what the Knicks, the Knicks need help with is defense. They don't uh, – offense wasn't really something they needed. But, um, look, I like that he has a connection with Hardaway, so uh, that seems to help them out. And, look, it's nice that he's uh, a good energizer for the team, too. I think the whole underdog story – a guy who was a top 10 pick and a great college player trying to make a name for himself again. I think that kind of energizes the whole team, gets them amped up to try and help him out. So when he's out on the court, it's big for them to try and make him look good. Uh, and he definitely has some offensive skill. It's just, you know, I, I'm not sure it's sustainable, his run, but I, I definitely think because it's not like the Knicks are going anywhere, I think you might as well get him out there on the court and see what he can do. You know, it's not like he's some regular G League call-up. He's a guy with years of NBA experience, and you didn't bring him up and cut Ramon Sessions. You cut a guy to bring him up. So you you threw a guy to the scrap heap. <laughs> you, did yeah. you really do that so you could not play him? So, um, yeah, I think he needs to get more run. Now, the issue is... Uh, how much more? Because that would mean cutting somebody out of Hornacek's rotation if you're going to give him serious uh, uh, minutes. Now, obviously, from my comments earlier, I don't think Ron Baker should be in the rotation at all. Yep. So I think just give just give Trey Burks uh, all of Ron Baker's minutes to yep. Trey Burks. So that's what I think you should do Yep. at this point. Um, yeah. So uh, I, yeah. I agree. I just think mm-hmm. Ron Baker needs to be in the D League right now or the G League. Yeah, agreed. That's you know, that's where that maybe he can get some confidence going there until he's able to be an actual scoring threat. And I'm not saying he needs to put up 20 a game. I'm just saying make the shots that you have gotten because they're good looks. He's just not making any of them. Just like last year, we lived with him not making shots because. You know, his all-out hustle, and he still plays like that, you, we know, but he's going to have to start putting the ball in the hoop if he wants minutes. I think Trey Burke deserves more run. I, I do, and I think, you know what, we've we seen uh, Neil Aquino the other night in the Utah game. He didn't play as much in the second half. Trey Burke got got minutes. If Neil Aquino doesn't start, you know, look, I, I think Neil Aquino needs to be out there because of his defense. But I think it needs to be, you know, Jared Jack's playing pretty well. But it, somehow in the game you should get a feel for who, who's able to give more production off the bench. Is it Neil Aquino or is it Trey Burke? Whatever, which one do we need? I think if Burke is having more of an impact scoring, then he might need to be out there depending on if we're behind in the game. If we're ahead in the game, then Neil Aquino needs to be out there a little bit more to try to, you know, prevent the team from coming back, need more defense. Um, I, I think Trey Burke has looked solid in his few games that he's played so far. I, I, I think, you know, he's looked very confident. He's, he's knocking down his shots. Um, you know, again, defense is an issue. Part of it, the guy weighs like five pounds. Um, so I, I think he definitely needs more run out there. I, I think he deserves an opportunity to look at him. Like you said, they cut somebody for him. 
and I know fans are excited because they think the G League numbers are going to come out. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But I think we need to take a look at him, see what he can do, see if his time in the G League really you know, turned things around for him. It has happened sometimes. It's, it's not like you know, you go to the G League, you get playing time. Like Sometimes in baseball you see somebody who comes up to the big leagues not ready yet. They go to the minors again. They continue to work, and then by the next couple, next time they're up, they're producing. That's not always the case in basketball. You know, the, the G League players don't always land on a roster and have such a huge impact. There are some cases of guys who have. Um, I think some people might be thinking like, oh, my God, maybe Trey Burke can be like, the white side for Miami, you know, the G League down there, and they got called up, and now it's like a superstar for him. Um, that doesn't happen often, and I think that's a little too hefty of expectations. But I would like to see him get more minutes. And, and right now, if he's out playing Neil Aquino, because Neil Aquino has really has not played that great. He hasn't. He's 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 struggled, especially as we know, offensively. I, I think he might even cut into Neil Aquino's minutes if Neil Aquino doesn't start showing more of an offensive game. The defense is there. You can impact that end, which is great. But there, there's open shots that he's not hitting. If Trey Burke can hit them, he needs to be out there. That's just my take on it. You got anything else to finish up with that, Chip? No, I just agree with everything you said. Really? I mean, you just got to, like, yeah, like I said, I, I agree with the Burke stuff. Like, you got to get him out there. You got to get him out there and see what you got. I mean, you got nothing to lose at this point. <laughs> I know it's a pessimistic way to look at yeah. it. I know some Knicks fans, some Knicks fans, still think they're competing for the eight seed. But look, I don't see any way. There are so many teams that are better ahead of them. I think it's look. Maybe Trey Burke could be in the team's future plans. I can't believe I'm actually saying that. You, but, we don't know though. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe it it's, comes to a point that the Knicks are not going to be able to compete for the playoffs. I'm not going to say it's there yet. We're heading there. Whoa, we're heading there. We're heading for almost being uh, not important once again. Well, that's the direction we're heading. So perhaps when we're officially there, maybe Jarrett Jack's minutes get cut. Neil Aquina starts, plays more. Then you can get Trey Burke in more. Because maybe, yeah, I'll take back what I said. Maybe Neil Aquino's minutes, yeah, I see what you're saying, Chip. That's not the smartest thing to do because then you're not developing him. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I take that one back. I I see what you're saying. I agree with you now um, that perhaps we we keep trying to see if we can get back into it in a few weeks. We'll know if we are or aren't. And if we aren't, you know, I still would like to see Trey Burke get some minutes out there. But if we're winning, if we can turn it around and it's just not not needed, whatever. But if we're falling behind in it, yeah, Neil Aquino, put him in the starting rotation, get him those valuable minutes. Not saying cut Jack out completely, but trim a little bit of his minutes. Give it to Trey Burke as well, another young guy, see what he can do. I see what you're saying. Is that is that what you're saying? Is that Am I correct? Yeah. No, okay. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to put words in your mouth. I was just making sure. No, no, you. Weren't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. I was like, "Am I putting words in his mouth?" But um, mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. But that's all the time that we are going to have for today's episode of the Nick State of Mind podcast. Again, I'm sure you're not. We're not the only frustrated Nick fans. Uh, 
share, share your, your voice with us. Tell us how you feel. What out that frustration? Because I feel better. I do. I've been waiting to scream about the Knicks for like two weeks now. So tweet us. Let us know. Follow our Facebook page. Let us know there. We want to hear from you. So we'll be back next week.